0: Bismillah alhamdulillah wa salatu salam wa rasulullah You're listening to Islam tomorrow we're broadcasting almost live. I say almost live because it's going to be a rebroadcast when you hear it. Hope I'm still alive. In any case, we're here, we're in Panama. Panama, not the Panama Canal. Panama City. We're here in Florida. And we're with our brothers here in the Masjid. And we're going to be talking on the subject of dealing with harsh questions and what we can do about that. A lot of times we find today not just in the West but around the world even in Muslim countries people are asking us questions about Islam that really are harsh. They're basically attacking Islam in their questions. Probably you've had this experience and we welcome you to present us with those questions too I'd like to share with you some of those that we hear and then talk about how these questions could be dealt with in a proper way according to Islam. First and foremost, it's to remember that we as Muslims do believe that the deen of Islam is absolutely perfect without flaws. There's no imperfection within the deen of Islam. At the same time, we as Muslims... No, the Muslims are not perfect. We're living examples of that. (laughs) We weren't created to be perfect. The malayaka or the angels are the perfected beings of Allah. They don't make any mistakes. They always do what they're supposed to do. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He made human beings as His last and final creation, Really. And this is the culmination of all that Allah did was to uh, put everything together in the universe and then create the human beings the last and make them the khalifatun Al, which means to be as a deputy upon the earth. Not that we're uh, co-creators or as they uh, refer to the... They tried to give a meaning to khalifa in the Bible and they made man sort of like a vice generate on earth which makes it sound like the human being is pretty important but in fact as we will see as we go through life that human beings are not very godlike although some consider themselves like gods they're not allah said in the quran about that that he created the human being in the best of mold said bismillahir rahmanir rahim wa tini wa zaytun wa turi Wahad wa hadhal baladil amin la khalaqa al insana fi ahsani taqwin thumma radadnahum asfal safilin and in this that allah is telling us that he swears by the fig and by the olive and by the city which is made safe uh, about Mount Sinai, Tourisine, Mount, uh, Mount and the city made safe, that He created the human beings in the very best of molds. Then, the human being reduced himself to the lowest of low, Thumra is and in this condition we find ourselves today. And while we're talking about the condition of a human being, there's another verse in the Quran some of you maybe you know about this when Allah says he doesn't change the condition of a people until what until the people change themselves usually this is used in a positive manner to say that what well, we want we see ourselves not doing so well and we need to work on ourselves change our condition and then Allah will, you know we change ourselves and Allah will make everything get better for us Actually, the scholars <coughs> of the Quran have mentioned that <coughs> have mentioned that this particular verse is in reference to Adam, A. Salaam, while he was in the paradise. He was in the best of condition. Referring to this ayah right here. He was in the best of condition. ثُمْ <inaudible> That then Allah put that, let them go down in the worst condition. Why? Because they put themselves in a bad way by disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be with us uh, later on we're going to be doing something about the tree the tree in paradise why the tree and that will be coming up so stick around for that too we want to deal with that subject but how do we deal with these harsh questions and let's treat that subject by getting a free sample here of some of these questions somebody comes up to you are you one of them Muslims? Now, by the way, this is my real voice. Now you're going to find out what I really sound like. <laughs> I'm from Texas. I can't help it. You one of them Muslims, boy? Say, yes, I'm Muslim. How come you Muslims worship a black box in the desert? You claim you're only worshiping a God, but you really got this black box in the desert you praying to. Five times a day. What's that all about? How are you going to answer that one? Or if they said to you, Well, you're a God. You believe in a God, right? Yeah. Well, where is your God anyway? Well, what's some, or maybe he'll point up or a season, something like this. And you say, Then if that's the case, how come when you pray to him, you don't pray up, you pray down, you put your head on the ground? How come you do that? Why are you guys always putting your head on the ground? What would you say to that? And if they said to you something about the Kaaba, another thing they might ask you is, well, how come you claim you believe in the God of Abraham and Moses, but you guys don't pray to the right place? Whereas they prayed to the Holy Land, to Jerusalem, Al-Quds, but you're praying to this, black box out in the desert how come is this and isn't it true that you got a moon god in there that you guys are really worshipping we heard about this in Dr. Robert Morey's book the moon god called Allah he mentions that they've discovered an artifact down in Yemen which is in fact the real god that these Muslims are worshipping it's called the moon god what do you say about that Or if they came up to you, and they say, So you a Muslim, huh? Well, how come, how come you guys have to be terrorists? And you go, Oh no, Islam is peace. Right? I mean, this is the standard reaction of every Muslim i met so far. If somebody said, How come you're in a religion of terrorism? How come you have to terrorize people? And you say, Oh no, our religion is a religion of peace. And he said, well, I saw on the Internet, doesn't your Bible, what do you call your Bible, the Koran? Don't it say in there that you got to terrorize people to put terror in their hearts? Doesn't it say that? How are you going to respond to that? How many of you know about this last one? You know about it? Well, that's what it says in the English language. It uses that word terror, T-E-R-R-O-R. Translators set you up really good, didn't they? That's what it says. Put terror in their hearts. Strike terror in their hearts. That's what it says. (laughs) How come you Muslims has to kill all the Jews and the Christians before you can go to heaven? And you go, oh, what? And then they say, it's right here in your book. What do you call that? Bacharach? What is that? Bacharach? Something, another Cow? Cal chapter in its verse one hundred and ninety one, slaughter them wherever you find them. That's what it says. It's a religion of violence. How are you going to respond to that? And then, how come you have to beat your wives? And you go, what? Is there a verse in the Quran telling you to beat your wife? Huh? don't shake your head no Sir An chapter 4 verse 34 from the word daraba, balraba, Yudribuhum is what it says how are you gonna deal with that word hmm how do you deal with this when somebody says to you well how come you Muslims has to marry four women um, What are you going to say? And how come you Muslim men can have extra wives? Do you let your women have extra husbands? What are you going to say to that one? there's a strange one that I ran across and it and it worked this actually worked took a lady right out of Islam took her right out of Islam they asked how can you be in a religion that claims you've got a perfect book and in your book it says something weird Is obviously before before people knew about the world being round and it has a mistake and you go huh there's no mistake in the Quran huh mistake I don't think so They said, "Well, what do you say about it? It says right in it that the sun, when it goes down, it sinks into a mud puddle. How are you going to deal with that? What we say to them? Now we could stop right there, but probably, probably worth it to mention a couple more. You Muslims believe in some kind of God, right? You claim." That it's the God of Adam and Abraham. But it isn't, is it? No, really. It's a bunch of gods. Isn't it? And you go, "Oh, oh, no, no. It's just one, right? Then I got a question for you. How come in your Koran it says God referring to himself as we and us all through it? All through it, constantly, is we and us stuff. And you said God is one. Why it says that? And then another one they'll come to you and they say, "Why well, you say that your God is not like human, but he constantly call himself He, He?" And how, what kind of chauvinism is that? How come there's no She in there? Why don't you mention the women gods? What's that? Have you had any of these come to you before? And what do you say? How do you handle that? So this is some of what we want to be talking about in our upcoming programs. But uh, I want to ask you, first of all, is there anybody here that thinks they can answer all those questions real good, real fast? Just raise your hand. No, I didn't think so. (laughs) And especially when you say, do it fast. Do it fast, because the mentality of the Americans, the people of the West, Canada, England, Australia, They're not going to hold still for a lecture. They just want to hear it real quick. They want you to answer it as fast as they gave you the question. How are we going to do that? What should be our response? Now we've been deputized with a message. That's really our mission here. Not that we should... As The Bible says, dress the garden or take care of something that Allah forgot to do or not capable of doing. Not at all. Our job really is just to deliver a message. The Prophet Wasallam told us that. Allah refers to it in the Quran. There's no doubt that our biggest achievement here will be to deliver a message. And the message is La ilaha illallah. How can we de- deliver this Risala, Risala of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam How can we deliver The message of the messenger Especially in the face Of such questions as this And by the way I will show you That each one of those questions Has come up And not not once But twice Three times Many times These questions come Every one that I mention And probably Maybe you've heard more Anybody heard some That I didn't mention Welcome Anybody have any more? Yes, go ahead. Uh, he's asking a very good one. This is one that that we do get a lot. I didn't mention this. How is it that you can have suicide bombers? They ask about the suicide bombers. Not just the boys, they even have girls who blow themselves up in the name of God. What is that? that's a very good one again saying it's a religion of violence how can you guys do that you've had one how come a man is superior to him? there's another real good one how come that in your religion you believe the men are better than the women and now right away you're going to say no 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 uh, it's equal and they say well here it is right in your book chapter 4 verse 34 the man is better than the woman That's what it says Man is better than the woman. Look at it. What you going to say. And of course, you say, well, that's not the Arabic and blah, 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 but <laughs> they're going to look at you and say, well, then how come all the translations say the same thing? How come the man is superior, better than, better than the women? And then they'll go into some other areas. How about this one? How come you Muslims so violent that person steal a loaf of bread you cut off their hand somebody's hungry you just chop their hand off and what about this if a boy would like to have a girlfriend you guys beat him with a hundred lashes just cause he fell in love what is that and if a man has a you know a girlfriend on the side he's married you want to kill him such a religion of violence and this is what they will tell you a person make a small mistake and you're chopping off their body beating their body up and then you're killing them how about that anybody have some more that's a good one anybody else there's a pretty long list of them in the midst of these questions coming at us these these are what I call harsh attacks against Islam and you'd almost think that it was organized you'd almost think that somebody put some work into this to attack Islam anybody that's a Muslim knows this is not Islam yet at the same time they can come and point at things how about this one when they talk about the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Saying that Muhammad ordered people to be crucified and they will say it they will say it our Lord died on the cross for us but your man he put people on the cross and killed them that way cut their arms off cut their legs off what do you say about that? did you know there's a hadith about that? he did and it's not a joke he really did and if I'm not mistaken, the person he, that one of the people in this hadith is also named Muhammad besides the Prophet yes man comes up to you and this happened to me man walked up to me straight away and he said what do you say about a 53 year old man having sex with a 6 year old girl that's how he posed the question to me I knew exactly what he meant and it was disgusting the way he said it and he was an Arab from Egypt yes he said what do you say about a religion like that and then what do you say about a religion where if somebody decides it's just too much too violent they can't take it anymore they'd like to seek the peaceful religion of Jesus and they'd like to be a Christian, then you cut their head off. You kill them for leaving. You kill people to get them in your religion, and you kill them if they try to get out. What do you say about that? These are all questions that they will bring at you. Anybody else have some others? That's the one I was coming to if you didn't. Allah guided you. Good, good. Yeah, uh, it's very clear. That you're going to tell everybody, well, here we can have four. You can four. But it's the limit. That's the limit. They so "Well, then how come your prophet had 13? Gulp. <laughs> how could he have 13? And some said 11. But in any case, how? And for sure for sure there is a limit mentioned even in Quran 4 how does that work so there are those are some of the ones that you run into there are some others too that talk about the abrogation of the Quran when they discuss or, or they ask you about how can it be you claim the Quran can't be changed but yet it's been changed it was changed during the time of the prophet, peace be upon him. They'll say that. There were verses taken out, other verses put in. Used to be verses in there about the Christians that were taken out. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with this that they say, well, actually, why did uh, the Uthman, Radi Allah, no, order them to bring all of their books in, and then he burned them, and made up a new one? And that's part of recorded history. How do you deal with that question? And then they'll say, And by the way, we don't burn our books. We share them. <laughs> I know the temptation is to say, you know, your book, where is your book? It's corrupt, things like this, but you can't because you're you're the one being asked now. What are you going to do? What if they ask you, well, how is it that you want to believe that Muhammad is a messenger or a prophet to you? And you clearly know that it shows Jesus here never had any mistakes. But, you know, why don't you just accept Jesus is the Savior? Your own book tells you. you know? Doesn't it say in there that he's the Messiah? And you know he doesn't have any sins and he's coming back why don't you just accept that they use that one really harsh on our youth trying to twist how they look at Jesus anybody feel like they'd like to take a shot at one of those questions of all the questions that we just brought out is there any one of them that you feel real comfortable that you know you could handle the answer to that any one of them Anybody feel like they would like to do that? How about we have an assignment? I think I came up with enough questions there that we could all, every one of us, go home with a question and try to figure out how would I answer that. Take a minute or two and think about which of those questions really bothers you the most. What bothers you the most of those questions? and then figure out how I'm going to answer this. Because very likely, very likely you could get questions like that. These things are not just, not just on a one-to-one basis. These things are coming out, of course, in the in the radio, the newspapers, the television, on these talk shows, constantly trying to show Islam as a violent religion. Now, One of the things I've noticed the Muslims trying... They're trying their best, you know. And I'm not faulting the brothers who are trying. It's much better to try and fail than it is to sit there and do nothing because that's guaranteed failure anyway. In Islam, at least if you try, you might get reward with Allah. You tried your best. So it's not that I'm trying to cut down the ones who are trying. I'm I'm just saying that we need to... Work harder on working together to show the truth of Islam in a good way. I'll give me an example. One of the things that people ask about what is islam that 's a general statement. Now they, under that they 've got all these questions waiting for you. you don 't know that, so you 're not ready. They say, "Well, what is Islam?" Anyway, sounds like you guys are into terrorism and stuff, and so you come and you say, "No, no, 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 Islam is peace. Islam is peace." Well, what are you going to do when they come up right after that and say, "Well, if it's peace, then how come?" And they start listing some of the things that we just talked about—dealing with death, killing people, cutting off hands, beating women, all the rest of it. How can you say it's a religion of peace? And if you—they said to you, "What is jihad?" How do you answer this question? What is jihad? And again, we have brothers who say, no, no, uh, you don't understand. This is an Arabic word. It just means to struggle. just means for a person to strive and struggle in the path of Allah. And it's something that, you know, is not violent. It's not violent at all. In fact, there there isn't this violence. And they say, so, you're trying to tell me that you guys don't do that There's, the jihad is not connected with going out and killing people and they go no, 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 no it's all about correcting yourself working on your own nafs, your ego things like that so, but I heard that you guys were uh, you know, Muslims were in wars and battles and things like that Say so, only in self-defense, have you heard this? jihad is only in self-defense anybody heard that? Anybody here believe that? If it's only in self-defense, and some Muslims, they believe that. They actually said it. It's only in self-defense. What will you do then when they put you on camera and they're asking you, so it's only self-defense, huh? You can only retaliate if it comes to you. And I've seen it with law. We're talking about brothers got PhDs in their field, so they consider that automatically gives them the right to talk about Islam too. They say, yep, it's only in self-defense. And even go a step further and say, the prophet, peace be upon him, never allowed anybody to do any fighting except if somebody attacked them first. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with a place called Badr? They'll mispronounce it. Badr? Huh? Talking about better. Huh? You heard about it? How did that work? Because they got the books right there. They're saying, well, you know, it's what we got. Here it is right here. Who attacked who? And that was the first battle in Islam. Who attacked who? And what will you say? Okay, before we get any further into the program, I want everybody listening to me to know that, by the way, we do have the answers to this on our websites. So in case you have to go do something I don't want you to go away thinking that we don't have answers to this every single one of these questions has been answered and our websites at Islam tomorrow Islam always and the audio versions and video are posted at islamyesterday.com all of our websites have the ending of .com let's look at the uh, the first and foremost thing to do when these things come to us what should be our attitude? I think you had a question. No, I'm if you're gonna leave us hanging there. no he's asking am I going to leave you hanging? Now would I do that? We're 27 and a half minutes into the program and the program's twenty-nine and a half 29 and a half minutes long so I've got about a minute and a half left to give it to you. What's the answer? Well as a matter of fact the answer is pretty simple. First and foremost, remember that we have a message we're trying to deliver. That's our job. And don't let any of these things deter you away from your goal. And we begin with these beautiful words. Thank you for asking me about my religion. That's how you begin. Islam is based on truth. If I lie, I can go to hell forever. It also has the proof We have the proof in Islam. Every single thing about Islam is recorded and preserved. So even if I told a lie, you could check me out and prove it right away. In fact, the questions that you have right now are easy to go and verify if they ever happened or didn't happen because of the fact that our religion is preserved very well. The next thing to mention to you is there are questions out there that are not really questions. They're statements with a question mark. And if I ask you the question, can you tell me yes or no? Just yes or no. It's the only two choices. Is your mother out of jail yet? How would you respond to this question? Either way, you answer it with a yes or a no. The person can come back and say, oh, really? So that's where she is or that's where she was. And you can't get away from it because the question is posed incorrectly. And then finally, while you're listening to the answer to this question, If you hear yourself saying, oh I didn't know that, oh that's interesting, oh that's good. Or you say, I'd like that for me. If you hear yourself say any of those things, well I'm giving you the answer. Are you going to be ready then to reconsider your position? And consider worshipping your Lord and my Lord and your God and my God alone without any partners? Because guess what, that's all this is about. That's all Islam is about. That's all this life is about. Is about worshipping Him without any partners. And when you hear yourself saying, hey, that sounds pretty good, would you be prepared to do that? Because if that's the case, then I'm ready to give you the answer. And certainly we're going to be doing that right here. So stay tuned for more of these kinds of uh, questions and answers. Call it the answers or response to the harsh questions in Islam right here on Islam Tomorrow. Stay tuned for more coming up right here. Inshallah.